welcome to another episode of Coffee with Mirko. I'm really happy to have you here and uh, as usual, I hope you're safe, hope you're well and uh, just uh, be ready for another episode. Um, if you are new to this podcast, please feel free to share and uh, I'd love to see more and more of you guys involved. So if you're, if you're new, just feel free to take a screenshot and uh, share these podcasts or Instagram live uh, with your friends and uh, yeah, soon we'll be joined by uh, Dan Tamang and uh, we're very excited to have him and uh, have a chat with him about his story, his journey, uh, his insights and just have a conversation. Um, as usual, uh, you can just drop a question down in the comments and uh, just ask the questions you need to ask. So without further ado, I'm going to send him an invite. Oh, here he is. And... Good morning, good morning. Good morning and uh, happy birthday. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to sing it, but happy birthday. Um, David Trainer uh, said they couldn't make it to the chat and he said, make sure you wish him happy birthday from myself. So, oh, yeah. David, David thank wanted you. to. So, happy, happy birthday, man. Uh, thank you very thank much. Thank you for being yeah. here. I really, I really appreciate you being here, giving us an hour of your time and uh, um, how, how's everything going for you? How are you and your family doing these crazy times? Uh, well, first thing, first of all, uh, thank you so much for uh, inviting me. Uh, it's a great opportunity. Thank you. Um, yes, um, family is good. Uh, actually, I have a little boy. He's the six months now. Um, you know, uh, it's good. Yeah, family so far so good. We, yeah. So touch wood, everything is well so far. Yeah. Very good, and that, I mean. For your newborn, I hope you get still plenty of sleep. Uh, yes. I think it can get tricky. And uh, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's always nice to get together and talk about things that we care. And just to get things started, Dan, um, can you please tell us a little bit about your journey and uh, how did you started your coffee yeah, journey? Well, um, it's been, yeah good so far so about 14 years ago i started my coffee career um well i'm originally from nepal mm -hmm. so when i was young like young boy like you know you always looking for opportunity so what to do next what, what can i do and things and that so and uh, suddenly i got a chance to work in when going to kuwait actually my that was my first country when i was 20 21 i went to kuwait and work as a barista. That time they said they need a coffee maker. They don't even call barista. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I worked it about two years. And uh, you know what motivated me? That was my first ever thing. Uh, in 2007, I think, I was the um, barista of the year or something like, you know. And I fought it in a, within a company. Within a company that was like nine stores and and barista of the year and few little presents and certificates and that was something changed everything in you know, it that was something changed my mind wow actually somebody appreciate this thing and um so yeah keep going since start and 2010 2010 i moved to uk and again i was very stubborn i wanted to work as a barista 
So I didn't apply job anywhere. <laughs> so working in London and then that's how I start the journey. And now, uh, well, 2013, I got a really good chance. You know, I have, I've been really lucky to um, compete the competition against the best in the UK. Um, my first competition was UK Brewster Championship. And then, so same year, I compete the Latte Art. So I compete two competitions, uh, which is I won one, uh, which is Latte Art. I was very lucky, honestly. That was, uh, again, another breakthrough. And uh, since that, 2000, uh, I won six years in a row, uh, UK Latte Art Championship. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was very good. Yeah, so, and we are here. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, David Train just tuned yes. in so he's saying happy birthday legend so in the, oh, the bottom he's a, so he's such um, a great guy yeah and if Man, anyone else so <laughs> wish Dan happy birthday just drop a comment um, um, um no it, it's it's great to see how humble you are because obviously you know you talk about luck but it's not just luck it's uh hours and days of practice it's hours and days of dedication study um it's 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 a lot of you know pouring. It's a lot of sweat and tears. And uh, look, something that's always not talked, but I could sort of relate to as well. You probably had, I'm assuming, some visa restrictions when you first let, arrived in the UK, oh, like I did in Australia. So uh, you know that it's another <laughs> juggle. Well, can I start this? So I missed three World Latte Art Championship. <clears throat> So, obviously, I won the UK, and uh, but you know you need to represent the UK in the world final, right? And yep. so within six years, during my six years period, like you know, winning uh, UK Latte Art Championship, I think I missed three of them. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. there you go. So, so because <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> sorry, no, you're there right. was a fear, like you know, when I compete the competition, when I go to competition in the States. And uh, normally judges was like always t asking me first, like, you know, the brief, oh, actually, are you able to get a visa? Honestly, that was the like, you know, the questions like, because of, I knew it. So, um, and in, in, it's fair enough. They have a right to ask um, because I missed already a few, you know. So, um, yeah, so you are right. Yeah, there was a lot of problem. So not anymore. <laughs> so, that's good. Which no, is happy days, yeah. Because, you know, but that's what I'm saying, like, that there's been such a, I'm going to use the word hardship, but there have been some hardships that you had to go through, you know, it's not just luck, you deserve the the titles and the and yeah. the prizes that you want, because you worked hard for it in many areas. Yes, um, yes. You know, but you know, I'll tell you family. one thing, yes, yeah. I'll tell you one thing, the visa never stopped me doing anything. So that is, I always think that is a little piece of paper. Yes, that is a very important thing. As yeah. a like, you know, a, you know, coming from Nepal to UK and, and uh, that is a most important document. But I always believe that is a only piece of paper. So mm. it doesn't stop you doing whatever you wanted to do, you know. <clears throat> so when I started my business, I didn't have the visa. Well, I have the visa, but I don't have the uh, permanent resident, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm always like, every few years, I need to extend, you know, just juggling around. 
And tell us more about your, your business and what you've been doing and what you're doing. And just to give some context to the audience. Um, so about 2006, uh, yeah, in 2016, uh, after World Latte Championship, I came number four in the world. In, it was in Shanghai. So <clears throat> I thought that time, hmm, maybe I should do, I should open my own business. And that was in my mind always. I wanted to work for myself. Mm -hmm. One about the, <clears throat> yeah, I think it's a, you know, uh, there's a many expect uh, as a coffee. Uh, what I want to do, my dream was I want to be the barista, but what I wanted to show everybody, you know, someone, uh, people like me coming from very uh, ground level and uh, you can be barista, but you can be not just a barista, business owners and like you can own the business, you can do many things, you know, you can win the competition or you can be famous as other people, other different sector, like a chef and things and that. And um, you can be like, you can publish your book and whatever. I don't know, whatever you like to do. Those are like, absolutely, they, they, you know, there is a, many things you can do as a barista, okay? And that was my, always comes in my mind. Um, yeah, since like, I don't know, 2010, 11, something. And uh, business also one of those, uh, like, you know, uh, bucket list to me. So I start the business, uh, which is Coffee Lab UK. And um, in the UK, very tiny shops, by the way, so around 10, 12 stool and really classic, you know, like, you know, a few like coffee machine, few granders. And I used to work there. And what uh, last year? Now, so far, we have 12 shops at the moment. That's uh, impressive. Um, yeah. So some few might be not going to open, like, you know, we might not be able to open. It's a tough period, uh, but you know, hey, this is just uh, not just me suffering. The world, whole world, is suffering. So I'm happily accept. I have to, right? There's no choice. And <laughs> so. I, think, I think that's beautiful. Sorry to interrupt you. I think what you just said is something that not many people have understood that this is impacting everyone, right? And uh, even if they, you know, somebody was like, oh, but. Toilet paper company are making money because, you know, the whole famous thing about toilet paper. I'm like, yeah, but they're also facing difficulties with suppliers and being able to supply because they <laughs> ran out. So I think, you know, even Amazon had to shut down for a day. So I think you're Absolutely, right. Yeah. I, think, I think entitlement is what make, make people complain and say, oh, COVID is so bad. This is happening to me. Da -da -da -da. But you're wrong. It's happening to everybody. You're absolutely yes. right. Yeah, I, I think you know, I always say that there's no, uh, you know, the problem. If you have it, like there's a problem. Problem is like a rubber. The more you stretch, the more it goes. And I always think, uh, you know, the, there is always, you just need to find the solution. Uh, where, how, I don't know, uh, there will be solution. Um, you know, I, I'm never afraid. I'm never scared uh, with the, any problems like, you know. And COVID is, trust me, uh, I'm a very young uh, probably in a business, you know, uh, I don't even call myself businessman. Never. I'm a barista. And this is just my career just started. And probably I will be closing a few shops for sure. 100%. I know that. And few already shops open already, reopen already. Mm. But it is, um, yeah, last few months has been one of the toughest 
month of my life probably um you know lots of people's um they um, you know they staff like employees they, when i see the email message i don't have a word to reply and i always try to tell them like no 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 we need to you know i think it's not just us i think it's not just you it's the everyone is like this so but if you want to reference or if you want this if you want this if there's anything i can do i'm more than happy to help you Mm-hmm. And so I think that is uh, probably heartbreaking, but um, the reality yeah. is we are here, you know, we are smiling, we are <laughs> chatting. So, and uh, that's always, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm still here and chatting to you. So yeah, that's we have our roof. Thankful with that, yeah. <laughs> we have a roof, we got running water, we got lights and heater Absolutely, or yeah. air conditioning. Yes. Yeah. We, yes. We're the lucky ones. Yeah. hundred yes. percent. Yes. So and with the stores, um, what I'm gathering is that your passion, you know, you call yourself a barista, not businessman, which I really like, uh, by the way. I think uh, I think a lot of people in hospitality, they get caught up by titles. You know, they love titles. Head barista or head roaster or supervisor or two IC, especially in Australia. I've noticed it's a bit of a trend around the name. Um, but you call yourself barista. So is that because what's... What's the part that you love the most about being a barista? Because that's your passion, really. Um, many expect. Uh, one, um, you know, bar- being a barista, being a bar- behind the coffee bar is um, it's something, um, you know, this is, this is me, basically. I, I, I you know, I, um, many people you meet, like you meet, you have a chance to meet of like hundreds of people they. And you never know who are they, and it could be your, um, you know, they like, you know, one of the person could change your life or something, and um, and I think it's a, like, you know, I always say that barista is one of the rock star of the hospitality. <laughs> so and um, you know, to, to me as a, a barista, what I personally, what I think is. Um, uh, I wanted to. Uh, I always wanted to make, tag myself as a barista. It's, you know, I didn't go to university and do and this and that, so I didn't have the degrees, you know, really. So that's the thing. And so when I work as a barista, like you know, my early, like age, like you know, twenties, um, friends, my mate, like in a school, uh, when I went to school with them, they were like, when I meet them, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm doing this master's degree. I'm doing work in this office and that and that. And so to me, what, like, when they ask me, what do you do? I work in a coffee shop. And, and lucky enough, in my early 20s, I used to be a barista trainer too. Yeah, I teach barista. What is barista? So, like, you know, I'm making coffee. So sometimes it got me something like, you know, it, it hit me like, oh, so they think, people think anyone could make coffee. Anyone can make coffee. Anyone can do that job. And making coffee is not the hardest thing. But I always proved that. I always wanted to, no, no, no. Actually, making coffee is more than what you think, you know. So things, you know, time goes around. So now, uh, you know, like about, I don't know. So now I'm absolutely, like, people are actually jealous of my life. How I see is I travel around the world making coffee. People say, oh, Dan, you're always traveling around every single, every single month. Yes. I travel like I do. What do you do? Yeah, I do make coffee. 
things pays off, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think, I think it goes back to what you said before, right? When you were in QA and you were, you know, described the job description was coffee maker. We didn't even have the word barista. Um, so really just kind of escalated in the last five years. So it's quite often new. It's something that we've been doing for a long time, but it's relatively young, the concept of profession around coffee. And something that I always say uh, in this podcast is that within coffee, there's so many roles. It's not just becoming a barista or latte art or no. uh, brewers, or you gotta be, you know, you can be a roaster, you can be a blogger, you can do social media, with coffee, yeah. you can become a photographer. Yeah. Yes. So many faces, right? Um, I think, though, it's it's one of those industries that people don't take seriously until they start digging in and they're like, oh, hang on a minute. There's more to it than just a cup of coffee. Yes. Um, and how, how, and then I'll ask you a question that Vag just dropped here, but while we're here, how difficult was for you dealing with not the judgment, but a little bit of that? Oh, you know, they don't see baristas as a good job. and Because some people get dis demoralized, yeah? Some people are like, oh, man, my friends are doing a master in engineering. My yes. friend is working for this big company. But how, how, how what, what was your way to deal with this? Um, well, first thing is you got to do what you love and you got to keep believing and working hard, yeah? And um, that's the most important thing. And that's what I've been doing. And I never, ever think uh, any other than barista. Like, barista is the one thing I think I can do. And making coffee, being in a coffee industry is the one thing probably I can do. And, um, and so the difficult thing, what I, um, how I see is, like, for example, when I, you know, I am... Well, in the UK, I've been just like 11 years, around 10, 11 years. That's all. And most of my time was, you know, I spent in Nepal. And when you don't have the right, like, you know, the highest level of education, degree and things, I think how people see, how society sees is slightly different. Uh, mm. I would say probably, oh, you're just doing this much. My, my, my son or my nephew, my daughter or whatever, doing this degree. Oh, they're like very proud. Um... Um, so, but I always wanted to prove that, like, no, 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 you know, as a, uh, and the other thing also, I'll tell you one thing, the, a person says, I'm the chef in this restaurant or this hotel, or I'm a barista in a, this coffee bar, like, people see in a completely different way, <laughs> so when you say, I'm a chef in this restaurant or this hotel, then, oh my God, this guy must be earned so much money, Yeah. yeah. And that's a very, very positive vibe already gone. Probably not so much now, but it's still now is still there. But as a, when you say as a barista, oh, maybe you must be working for hourly wage or whatever. I don't know, very minimum wage or whatever. So people see in a different way. And to me, that must be changed. And uh, that has to be changed. And it's our hand. It's in our hand. It's not, and we just need, you know, as a, as a as a coffee lovers, as a you know coffee you know coffee industry, I think it, this this is changing now. Is people are coffee professional? You see the how many people you see around the world now? I don't know. Last ten years, it's been 
absolutely changes. I don't know, in a, I've never been in Australia, but I heard many good things. But even in the UK coffee market, trust me, last 10 years has been absolutely transformed. Yeah. And it is just unbelievable. And, and I'm, I'm glad, I'm, I'm actually, th I'm absolutely thankful that I'm part of this uh, last 10 years. <laughs> so, Bruce, yeah. you know. Um, and I think, I think the conversation should shift in terms of even internally, like you said, we are in control, right? You said uh, we need to change this feeling of, oh, I'm just a barista, because I think the easier way to change it around is just asking yourself whether or not you're happy. Yes. I think that's, a, yeah, that's, that's, important. Really, that's a really good yes. start. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, okay, you're earning this much money, um, you're working this many hours, you've got this car, this apartment, but you mm -hmm. hate every minute of it versus yeah. ah, earning yeah. a little bit less, but you're happy doing what you're, you're happy. doing. Yes, so, yes, that's important. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think, I think it, that's a yeah. conversation that we need to have with ourselves internally first. Um, and talking about the growth of the coffee, I think it's uh, the easiest way to see it is uh, I recently, a couple of months ago, I rewatched the Team Wendelbo uh, routine at WBC, and it was so small. It was so small that the competition, because uh, I was interviewing him uh, the next day, I was like, I want to watch, I want to watch that. Compared to you know last year and the years before that, how big it is a competition. Going back to competition, Vad is asking a question. What are your biggest lessons that you learned from your competition career, Dan? Um, biggest lesson is, I think it's a, you know, you, you, you got to keep working hard. Uh, one, it's like, you know, when I compete, well, I compete what, six, seven years, uh, of my career last six, seven years, uh, spending a competition. Um, and to me, the one thing is competition doesn't make you better. Like the stage doesn't make you better. What makes you better is uh, the practice when you pr prepare for the competition. And that is absolutely crucial. And that is absolutely one of the, um, the, the, the most important thing is the, uh, you prepare for the competition, practice hours and hours every evening. And that is uh, one of the hard work. And when you compete, uh, when you put on the uh, stays, and that is just a 10, 15 minutes presentation. And um, and one thing, you know, like, yes, as a competitor, as a, you know, you got to win. You want to win. You get really upset. But what I want to do, suggest every, every competitor, there is a reason. If you have a 50 competitor, there is a reason, one to 50. <laughs> you cannot be one, <laughs> all of them, one, first, 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 you know. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't mean 50 is uh, worse than number one. And I think you are a competitor. You are the winner. All of them, 50 of them winner. Because of everybody put like, you know, probably the same amount of time and effort in the, in the competition. So don't get upset. I, I get it. I'm really bad, actually. I get really upset. <laughs> so, and, um, so that's my one of the uh, things. You know, I, I, if I'm ever again compete, compete in a competition, uh, I don't want to get upset. I will enjoy it much, as much as I can. And, I think uh, I think it's quite human to get upset because yeah, yeah. you know especially if you do reach the finals, uh, 
Um, oh my God. You yeah. know, if you look at, you know, the big, you know, I mean, I know you're passionate about football, so that's easy conversation because that's me too. Um, yeah. It's like Champions League final. You see these big heroes and people that were like, oh, wow, this guy or that guy. And then when they lose the final, they start crying on the field. Absolutely. And they look, they look so small all of a sudden. They look like babies all of a sudden when we think, we think there's such a big presence on the TV screen, right? You know, Cristiano Ronaldo cries, Messi cries, all of them cry. So I think being upset is quite natural. It's what do you do with it? You can go super negative and in a dark place. No. no. Or you can go in a very good place because that yes. is going to drive you to do more practice, yes. do more work and, under, and growth. Rather than always, always take it as a positive side. Um, what's what are you missing in this competition? Like, for example, I compete six years in a row, and 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 to me, it's okay to win the world. What do you need? I always try to find out to win the world what exactly elements you need to um, be a number one in the world. And that was uh, one of the things always got me actually, and never been that position. So number four was the um, uh, the highest I get it in 2016, and that was a very you know I was really happy. And um, so it's you know there is a um, you know some winner was some of the, my one of my best uh, friends you know Ampels and you know, you know when I won when I competed in a, a Gothenburg was a Caleb one. Caleb was one of the very good friend of mine, and um, so you, you know, like it's it's not me. It's we sharing with a friend, you know. I don't mind. So as long as there is a someone is a, a true brand ambassador of the latte art, world latte art is winning. So I'm absolutely happy with them. Yeah. No, that's that's great feedback, and uh, I think it's very important when you, especially because latte art is also there's a certain level of it's it really subjective, isn't it? You know, like mm -hmm. you might like the flying monk, uh, monkey. I might like, I don't know, the full Indian or yes. you know, yes. It, it, there's there's a lot of subjectivity, and ultimately, you know, you can be upset, but it's, once you've done your best, it's no longer in your hands. It's how good were you on that day? Because maybe you, you know. We all know Sasha Sessic's story. He was sick on the day of the finals and still he still won, but he could have lost and got second because he was sick. Um, you know, how, how are you feeling on that day? Luck, who are your judges and how they feel on that day? So there is yeah. so many elements yes. that are out of your control that you shouldn't worry about because you can't Absolutely. control them. Yes. It's art is a kind of um, one of those things. It's a personal opinion. Is a every um, you know how you see is. I would say everybody see like look different ways, and you know as you said like you know somebody draw a leader an elephant or swan. Let's say for example swan versus elephant, you cannot compare. But uh, okay, which one did you like the most? And that's right. so that's the kind of thing as well. I would say, um, yeah. Mm, it's true. Dan, um, we reached the halfway mark of the interview, and uh, I always ask this uh, out of the box question. But I got two for you. Usually ask one, but I got two. <laughs> okay. Uh, number lucky. one is uh, um, if you could, 
who would you like to have dinner with? It, it can be anyone. It doesn't have to be coffee. Wow. Um, I would choose coffee. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, it's, uh, because of, I'm in the coffee industry, I would definitely choose coffee. Um, I probably, uh, well, there is uh, many people I have, you know, I admire every single people uh, uh, who like uh, um, involved in the coffee industry, coffee business and everyone. Um, I, I, I really think uh, our UK champion, Dale Harris, he's the one of the guy I know probably very closely and I know he's been competing for years and years and so he's a, one of the person to carry coffee uh, industry UK's coffee industry so I think it's a you like he's absolutely legend he's absolutely yes. legend and, we had and him, he's uh, a good friend of mine too yeah. of course we, we had Dale on the show about a week ago I posted his YouTube earlier just we jumped before we jumped very on very humble show. by the way Absolutely. Yeah, very. When you meet him, he just just down the earth. Absolutely legend. Yeah, nice. Said, I'll, yeah. I'll let him know. I mean, you're friends anyway. That's good. <laughs> we the second one is, uh, what football club do you go for? I'm sorry. What football club do you go for? Oh, <laughs> so I support. Um, it's been many many years. I support Man City. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I don't yeah. follow the EPL, so that's fine. And the that's UK, fine. a lot of people say when I say Man City, like Man City, like you know. <laughs> so, uh, but by the way, I, I just want to everybody to know I support Man City since probably two thousand five six, not like two thousand ten. So, <laughs> I get you. I get you. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, that oh, he's. David, David is a Spurs supporter, so he doesn't oh, like no, that. Oh, no, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, um, and that, I would say, so going back on the coffee rolls, um, what's your biggest core and what's your biggest passion out of coffee? Um, I love cooking. Because Okay. Oh no! Is it within coffee? What's within the coffee? real passion? Well, mm-hmm. um, well, um, obviously, you see, Lasayard is something what I love to doing as well, and uh, and recently, you know, I, I really like roasting too. So we have a coffee. I have a coffee roastery as well, cool. which is called DT Coffee Roastery. So it's been nearly two years now roasting. Um, so I roast for myself, like you know, for our companies, and we we do like. Um, wholesale as well so it's a dt coffee roastery is something i started uh it's a funny story i have later like you know um about two years ago i always i always think you know doing latte art is something i love every single just living like my phone the is full of latte art every time and so i always think there is a you know i'm sure you know in a coffee industry People say like, oh, they, um, oh, you just do. I don't do latte art. I just do the taste. I just do the like, you know. I just focus on taste. I don't do latte art. Okay, great. But if you if you do good latte art, you must have a, a perfect uh, espresso, a perfect temperature of milk, perfect texture of milk, and what what is the taste needed? These these things needed for the good taste, right? And um, so 
but I always wanted to do something all inside. It's like um, roasting is. I always find it's quite like uh, fascinating. So how can I do this? So about two years ago, I thought I'm gonna roast. Actually, I'm gonna start roasting. So bought the machine. I have a 12 kilo Diedrich, which is a nice one. So start roasting and. Yeah, there was a lot of things need to go to. And I absolutely love it, actually. Absolutely love it. That's good. You know? That's good. And um, so roasting also is one of the uh, key things. I love it. That's good because uh, no, it's not for everyone, especially there's a, there's a certain type of personality to enjoy being by yourself and, you know. Yeah. Do, I don't think so. I could do five days a week. <laughs> I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you. You talk a lot. I'm like, I got. Yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. I'm not sure about the five days a week, but uh, uh, roasting is something I love it. And um, working, you know, I still work four or five days a week in a shop behind the counter. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. That's that's your call, and which 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 brings me to the next point. You know, I think coffee is often put in a separate box from hospitality which is funny because they're all in the same box um hospitality is far from perfect um if you could change one thing what would that be in a coffee in hospitality in general hospitality. yeah uh what i would change i think it's a hospitality the i well I don't really, uh, you know, like clearly see that like coffee is um, outside of the box uh, of hospitality. I think it's, a, it's still inside the box. A coffee is uh, the cafe. Being in a cafe, coffee shop is a must. One of the um, uh, place that you get lots of experience, lots of like um, a like turnover, customers turnover. That is mm-hmm. in that aspect to me is uh, one of the. Uh, the, the the greatest thing to be in a coffee shop uh, like yes bar is the crowded one but you don't really talk in a bar and uh between uh bar- like bartender and like your uh the the customer but in a coffee between barista and between staff and the cu- customer you always have a um good um uh time for chats and things so i, I would i don't i wouldn't I don't need to think about changing. I think it's changing already. The, the, the industry is changing already. The coffee industry is proving that um, the, the, the coffee is one of the, uh, the top list of the, in a hospitality field. I think I don't need to think about this. It's that the industry is already proving, in my opinion. You see that, like, you know, how many coffee shops in a, in a recent, like, let's say, recent year, there is a, the people opening coffee shop is just incredible. Different design, different vibe. Let's say I saw, I keep seeing uh, the the coffee shops, uh, the team owner coffee. Man, mm-hmm. that 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 vibe is just it's a dream. It, it's it's not that. Honestly, the, the the place looks to me as a business. I have a coffee business. Yes, few coffee shops in here and there, but that vibe is just a different level. This kind of thing, the the you know. I don't need to change these things. This industry is changing. Interesting is yeah. like uh, the coffee industry is actually, uh, you know, changing but itself. Don't you, think, you know? but don't you think that often coffee professionals have forgotten a little bit the basics of hospitality? What I'm referring to yes. is that in Melbourne, 
I can only speak for Melbourne, but, you know, I have seen in the past years, you know, the baristas being a barista. Therefore, they start okay. saying, yes, I see. hello. Uh, they, I see. They, they don't really care about what's happening on the floor. I see uh, what you mean. Okay. Remembering <laughs> customer names. You, that, that's what I'm kind of referring yes, to. The fact yes, that yes, I see what you mean. I see what I you mean. Think it's I get important it. to remember the connection because mm. it's people, isn't it? Like, there's not, yes. if there's not people, there's not coffee shop. It's the people. People. Um, so, in my coffee shops, we, in our company, I always say it's customer first, coffee second. You got to be. And, and you got to two, three, um, so you got three things. Hello. You know, the, the two things, the hello and goodbye has to be perfect. Yep. You know, like, it's important. They, 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 for customer, it's, it doesn't really matter, like, if the customer says, thank you, bye-bye, like, you know, have a great day. If they listen or not, it doesn't really matter. But it's your responsibility. It's your, it's, it's a basic thing. This is the basic thing to me. I think it's a, it's, it has to be natural. And hello and goodbye. And, you know, I think it's a, without hello, you're not going to serve any coffee, right? And, yeah. and, and then the fact thing is, everybody, like, in a town, one little town, how many shops, 10 shops, 15 shops you see? And everybody think, oh, we're the best. We're best coffee, best coffee. I do a good batch brew or, like, or I don't know. I do a good espresso or filter or we got this roast. And the, but end of the day, what do you serve? Latte, cappuccino, flat white or think yeah. the same thing, right? Everybody serves the same thing. And so why people go, customer go, why customers should come to you? It's because of people. It's you, like, you know, people, yeah, people see you. And that, I think that is, that it's, that is, should be the minimum always. Like, you know, hello, goodbye, the customer service. And um, to me, I, I always give a, the first priority, yes, customer service. I think, I don't think so. There is any doubt. Yes, I, I know what you mean. I've been in the many coffee shops. You know, yeah, what I mean, yeah. some of them coffee shop, my, especially my early days, you know, like uh, even when I don't even win the competitions or something, I was, uh, when I go to coffee shop, oh, what coffee do you do? Kind of like the answer is not really sure. It doesn't matter kind of thing. Like, you know, oh yeah, nah, do you know about the coffee? The yeah. question is that, yeah. what? Yeah. I think, you know, that's the kind of thing, yeah. I think this also, t to add to that is two elements, right? Number one, I think many businesses should also look at adding value because otherwise I'm going to get bashed here, but really I see so many fancy specialty coffee shops that, and I'm like, there's no difference with Starbucks. You know, they take the order, they scream the name out, that's it, as far as service goes. Mm -hmm. Right, it's like, John, latte with two, put it on the counter, make the next. So I think adding value and having more meaningful connection is really essential. I think that that's kind of been lost uh, in translation. And the second part, which I think it's a job of the roaster and coffee professional is every single person in the establishment should have a similar level of knowledge around coffee. Yes. Translation. It doesn't matter if the barista beyond the bar knows everything about coffee, but then um, Frank on the floor gets asked a question at the table yes. about that coffee, and he doesn't know the answer. Yeah, that so is knowledge. Even the wait staff, maybe chefs, 
maybe the kitchen i can i can kind of you know see how the kitchen is slightly disconnected but i think floor staff anyone that deals with the customers directly should have the same amount of knowledge and give the same amount of experience in order to actually grow those relationships mm -hmm. so that that person stops going to starbucks and starts coming to you because you're adding or, or her yeah, values absolutely. every single visit yes it's more than more than just uh, like uh, coffee you know more than uh, the customer should come to you more than just a coffee it's, it's yeah. you know you ask like hello how are you it's there's no there's no like such an effort to ask like you know just not just hello how are you how's the how's they been how's your weekend yeah like you know holiday or something you know there is always like few things like always chatting it's it's important i think it's a a personal touch and then yeah. that is your customer for a whole like in a year or two years five years i don't know whole career that because, always coming yeah and there is there is a small word word and it's actually big but small small in letters but big in meaning right we're so focused on why why am I a barista? Why should I do this, right? It's important to find the reasons and the purpose. But I also think that we should throw that word, keep it for ourselves, also throw it on the other side of the shop and think, why would John or Jennifer come to my shop? Yes. We give them a reason. Oh, because Dan remembers my name, my order. They're fast, but friendly. However, when I got a shitty day, and I'm in a shitty mood, they leave me in peace and alone because they can get there. There's a human knowledge. Absolutely. Oh, Johnny today is a bit moody. Okay, I'll give him his coffee and leave him alone. So I think people's skills are very relevant in the game. Yes. Like I'm, yeah. I would much rather a barista who can't pour a rosetta but can pour a lovely love heart in the yes. center but has amazing people skills. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah, that's the most important thing, yeah. Because you can learn ATR, you can learn brewing, you can learn coffee, you can learn that. But people skills, that's harder to learn. I know what I think. I always say that I can teach you how to make coffee, but I can't teach you how to smile. Yeah. If you know, if we don't know how to smile, then it's, I can't tell you, can you please smile? Can you please yeah. say hello? No yeah. way. And, but I can teach you how to make coffee. And that's a, a most important thing. And I always, you know, you, so most, most of the business, a lot of business uh, suffer in, in that aspect, I would say, in the people. They, you know, like, um, who you got. And sometimes, you know, as you, I don't know how it works in Australia, in the a, in a, in a UK, probably I would say when somebody applies a job in a coffee shop, they must be very young and they must be like, you know, just starting their career. And sometimes people don't see in early days, you don't really find what's your future, what you want to do. And they just, oh, maybe I can just work in a coffee shop. Just time pass and get some pocket monies. And sometimes it's just a difficult, uh, you will face lots of um, difficulty in that aspect because of they're like, well, I can't be bothered or maybe hungover or something, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but in a, in a, in a reality, in, but in my opinion, that's changing uh, slowly. I think it's a, it's, it takes time to change the whole, the, the, uh, this kind of like the vibe, this kind of uh, the, the trend to change it. It takes time 
but uh, 100% sure it's definitely will change. When you go to, like, for example, when you go to you know, London, some of the best coffee shops, probably five, six years ago, 10 years ago, probably they don't even, like, I don't know, there's a few people, few shops I've been, actually, I don't want to take name. They, they, they don't even count you as a, like, you know, mm. okay, if you ask the coffee, uh, what's in a, um, the brewer today? Kind of like, oh, so how much you know about the coffee? Do you know, like, you know, they, what do you drink? I mean, yeah, just tell me, like, you know, something. Um, it's a kind of thing, you know what I mean? It's uh, very yeah. difficult. And when, you, when they know somebody next to you, like customer, let's say, like, they are the barista. One, hey, mate, like, I got a batch. You got brewers today. I got this and Oh, my recipe is bang on this and that. Like, wow. Like, you completely ignore me. Probably I spend more time money, you know? 100%. And, and going... Of, of what Vag just said, there is no people skills module on the SCA program, you know, which is, you know, a nice comment there. <laughs> like, I think it's true because it's so difficult, isn't it? Like, we're all different. Um, Patrick um, um, Roll from uh, April Coffee uh, recommended me a book called uh, Talking, uh, Talking to Strangers. And it's very interesting. Um, there's a lot of studies. It's quite a psychological book with some stories, references, and and it's so true, isn't it? Like, because sure, we might know John and Jennifer, but then we we deal in the coffee shop with a lot of strangers. So, I think people skills is difficult, uh, but it's super important. Uh, yes, in oh, oh, because absolutely. out of all industries, let's be honest, I think we're very lucky because out of all industries, I think that hospitality is the one that is the most connected to people, as not yes. it? Like yes. compared 100%, to yeah. IT or cars oh, yeah. or real estate. Yeah. It involves so many people, but not just the obvious one. Hey, John, this is your latte. Like I'm talking origin people, farm pickers, producers, mm. um, yes. brokers, green bean buyers, green bean sellers, roasters, you know, the whole chain is all about people. Literally, hand in hand, delivering that coffee to a cup. So I think the experience also on a human level needs to elevate. Mm -hmm. I, I will always remember I walked into this shop once and uh, it's a true story and the, you know, the roast coffee and I love the coffee. Mm -hmm. I read it like it's yeah. top, top 10 in Melbourne, easily, easily. Wow. But on that day, um, I walked in, I remember, with, uh, with someone, and uh, for a good five, six minutes, nobody acknowledged us. Wow. And it was, and I'm not fussy, uh, but it was just like very natural for us to just walk out, even though I, I knew what I wanted. It, it, it's just, I was like, oh, okay. Really, there's another yes. shop next door, and they, they welcomed me like I was the first and last customer ever which is great yes yeah it is um there is a few places uh it does i think it's improving now much more improving yeah. now than uh before um as i said like you know um do you, i had a few lots of experience and like um as you say one of the coffee shop i went to uh, like lunch media i had a coffee i asked for coffee they gave me the coffee cup, completely wrong coffees, and I still drink it because I don't want to. Yes, I just paid £2.50 or £3. So I don't want to go counter and, sorry, I didn't order this and that. No, 
just okay so i just want a coffee i just want to go there and i actually went there that that coffee shop especially <laughs> i will have to go there and i'm gonna go and have a coffee that place because of that it's a super famous nice coffee shop in london and then a completely wrong coffee and um i i drank it and then by the way that that wasn't i ordered coffee that person did they apologize no they didn't say anything oh okay sorry like nothing there nothing uh okay but that is uh, sometimes you see this kind of people also in the industry. That is the probably um, uh, the negative vibes, you know, uh, when you go to coffee shops and people remember a long, long, long time. You have a one hundred, you have a ninety-nine or ninety-eight uh, the good service. You don't remember. You have a one bad one. You remember for forever, you know. So yeah, I think yeah. it's, it's and I think something that we demonize a lot as an industry is the big guys. So, for instance, you know, it's easy to point finger at Starbucks um, yeah. and you yes. know, and go about, oh well, no, Starbucks. But you know what? Big companies, not all of them, but a lot of them, the big corporations have amazing HR management training Correct. systems. Yes. Uh huh. I don't. Yes, I. I one hundred percent agree with this. I went to one of the place in I would say name Starbucks Reserve. I think probably one of the best service, and they don't even know I'm a latte art champion. No, I went with a friend, and the guy was um, offering me like, oh, they have this, uh, the roasting, we got this, and the coffee, the, the, they have a like nitro cold brew, and like, yeah, so have you ever tried this one? Like, no. Oh, maybe, please try, you don't, yeah, just try it, taste it. Um, do I want to drink a whole glass? No, probably no. But <laughs> it's like, oh, do you want to try this, try this? It was like, as you say, like, it was a kind of, they treat me like first and last customer, like, wow, this is good. And, but do I need to complain? Like, do you find this in our specialty coffee sometimes? Not all of them, like, you know, there is a few places. Yeah, so, and yes, not all of them. Starbucks has that too, probably. Honestly, I'm like, you know, not all of them. Chain company has that thing, probably. But when when I had that experience, I was like, I said to even my mates, I was like, wow, this is amazing. They don't yeah. even know us, like, you know, and they treat us like, this is amazing, right? Yeah, yeah, because I think, I think it's easy. Um, I think something that a good friend of mine taught me once, you know, it's like, you know, when you point a finger at someone, usually it's specialty pointing fingers at commercial coffee. Yeah. Uh, always remember there's three fingers pointing back at you. <laughs> yeah. So when you do that, there's those of those, right? So it's like, okay, well, let's look at things maybe in a different way, which is like, okay, what is commercial coffee doing well? Is it marketing? Is it e-commerce? Yeah. Is it retail? Mm-hmm. Is it a more consistent across multiple sides uh, type of level of service when it comes to consistency yes. and quality customer service? Is it HR? What, what are they doing better? Like, you know, because it's fine. If you put your ego on the side, okay, we make better coffee, who cares? What are they doing better to yes. pick of it? You know, like, there that's is a how reason. you should look at it. There is a reason to be their success. There is a reason. 
and uh, and there is a reason to be you have just one shop or two shops or five shops i don't know they have a 500 shops and i think we should definitely definitely this is 100% sure i you know i i always think about this i always ask myself why why i'm better why a customer should come to coffee lab than next door um you know is it a good food is it a well like better welcome like is it better like five it is a better coffee yes but what else what else other things you have a like in town you have a 10 specialty coffee shop everybody think they are great and and what do you need is uh, this is the important bits like you know the people uh whoever work i always i give one i always say one thing um there we go uh, when I have a team meeting, I say like, think about this way: people selling water and they are millionaire. Plain water, okay? We have a coffee, delicious coffee, delicious product, and why still stuck with a, like you know one shop or two shops? Why? <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous, right? So, and, and you have a better product and better, 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 like you know, reason to be in a like you know better position. And I always, honestly, I always give an example. This is just ridiculous. When you think about it, it's ridiculous, right? People selling water and they're like absolutely on top of you, like in the game. And you uh, have a it, fantastic product. And, and there is uh, a reason. And I think yes. we make the mistake of demonizing. Oh, yeah. these guys are bad. Oh, these guys are bad. Mm. I think yeah. we need to look at, look at the positives. Now, I, I just had to throw it at the clock, and I can't believe it's already yeah. a few minutes to go. Oh, so, wow. okay. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, I really enjoyed this. It was, I felt like you were like literally across the table from here. And, uh, first and foremost, Instagram is really you know, they cut it through, so they give us 30 seconds. So before that happens, I want to say thank you. I'm very grateful that you were able to share your story, insights uh, with us today. I think it was really amazing to have met you. And happy birthday again, so thank you. Oh, um, I'll ask you the last question so that we got, you know, about five minutes. Uh, usually my last question is, Dan, what's your coffee mission and what's next on your planet? Like, what's, what's next for you? Um, well, as a coffee person, I want to be a better person. Uh, I want to share my uh, skill and my experience, my knowledge to everyone. And that is my, one of my goal, one of my dream, uh, since ever I'm being barista. Um, you know, like, uh, in, 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 in back in the days, uh, like I had a lot of incidents, like when I go to in a coffee festivals and things, I see some of them like, you know, coffee pro and then, oh my God, can I take a photo with you? Can I do this? Yeah, like, and, there's, uh, and then can I, can I have your number? Uh, maybe I could ask you some questions because you're the celebrity. And for me, it was a celebrity, big guy, big person. And then sometimes I used to get like, mm, I'm not sure, like, you know, this is, why do you need a number? Uh, maybe you, you could do this. And like, and, and when I, or that thing as well. And when I wanted to learn about the latte art or coffee skill, and it cost like nearly hundred pounds an hour or something. And I used to have like six, seven pounds an hour. And that was like impossible to me. And, um, but I had the dream. I always think one day I want to win the competition. I want to be the champion and I want to be the nice person. I want to share my skill for everyone as much as I can. So in that reason, that expect, um, you know, I have a coffee school, DT coffee school. So I actually have a little coffee, coffee art book. 
it, ha- it has yeah. uh, six different languages now, um, you know, selling around the world. And this is the thing. Um, and I do go travel around the, like, you know, any coffee, um, the show and do some yeah. workshop. And yeah. trust me, I pretty much does everything is zero free. So everything people come in and learn, they have a questions and I um, you know, try to always answer. And that Thank is you. one of the things I want to keep doing it. Thank you. I think we need, we need more people like, like yourself. And uh, uh, I wish I could unpack that concept because, but we, we're running out of time, unfortunately, which maybe bring me to an idea. Maybe we could in a month or two do this again, but maybe in a different context <laughs> with my, um, we might, you know, organize a visit to your shop, or could be a little bit of sure. fun, a little, a little sure. latte art, something, or maybe, or maybe just another chat because it was really mm-hmm. good. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think it's yeah. important to get access, and uh, um, we got something here. I think it's a perfect way to close it. Um, I really want to thank you for this, and happiest birthday to you, Dan. Um, you've always been my role model after I got a chance to read your book and I will always be keep up the spirit. Oh, so thank you so perfect much. Way. So <laughs> thank you for, yeah. thank you for, uh, this is uh, from Amos, my man Amos. So, uh, thank you for being here today and, uh, I hope to see you soon and best of yeah. luck with the baby and everything. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me, Miko. And it's my pleasure. My pleasure. Uh-huh. And absolutely. I really enjoy it. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll talk soon. <laughs> keep yes, in touch. Thank you. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Uh, there you have it, guys. Uh, right on the clock. Um, really, uh, it was a really good conversation, really good flow, and uh, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, uh, feel free to take a screenshot now and post that onto your stories. Um, I'm going to post this as an IGTV video, so if you want to do that as well, you can kind of send that to your own story and repost and reshare it. I think this was a good, a good hour, but it kind of flies because it was so natural organic um kind of changed it i wasn't too stuck on the question it was more about going with what it was giving me um Bruchak, amos my man uh, thank you i appreciate your words that mean a lot uh, vag you met the man always here um <laughs> oscar salt andre what's up um so yeah um thank you all for coming i'm gonna repost this as a podcast of course and uh, yeah big shout out to people who are still here after a long hour so um, I, uh, we got Amos, Vag, Peter, Andre, Basic Barista, Joan, and we got Kevin and Jimmy. So thank you. Uh, thank you all for being here. I really had a good time with Dan, and uh, um, we wish him again happy birthday. It was great having him, and I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, we got two more shows coming up uh, tomorrow. The founder and owner of Mark and Lane Coffee. Uh, we got him, Jason, and then we got an amazing woman. On Friday, she will be a treat. Check out the stories for the next episode and uh, take care.